Oh my god. It's him. You son of a bitch! Toxic? Toxic. This is disgusting. Toxic. 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 Hey, he's a sadistic bastard. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Camping Them Softly unofficial Dead by Daylight podcast. I say unofficial just in case they come after me. This is not at all official. My name is The Toxic Teacher. You can find me on all those socials at Toxic Teacher TTV. And then you can find me on YouTube at The Toxic Teacher. That's the only one. It's like I'm not not the same there. But anywho, enough about me. I just want to let you guys know, first of all, we're now on episode four and we made it farther than I had hoped. I wanted to at least get through, you know, like episodes one and two, and we're now at number four. So we've made it double what I thought we would. And I'm really excited. It's It's been fun. I'm, I've gotten more downloads, more ratings than I thought I would. And I just want to let you guys know I appreciate that. I appreciate all the follows, you guys coming into the stream, uh, commenting on the YouTube, all the good messages and things like that really, really helps. And it, you know, it's it's just good to get another another medium out there. I'm happy to be the least listen to Dead by Daylight podcast, I think that's still in active rotation. Um, so anyway, guys, let's go into kind of our, you know, in into our subject of the day, which is the new chapter, which is 7.6.0. I forget what it's called, but it doesn't really matter. We have a new killer. We have a new survivor. Uh, the new killer is called The Unknown, and he's kind of a formless a mass of just flab and, you know, ugly. He carries an axe. His neck is way too long. His head is way too small. Uh, he looks like I feel after I have Whataburger. Uh, somebody compared him to the average uh, player of Dead by Daylight, which is kind of mean, but, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I would say he probably looks more like me. I apologize. My phone is going off there. Uh, if you can hear that, I don't know if you can, because it's kind of away from the mic. But anyway, so this killer, his primary power is kind of like a um, like a grenade launcher that shoots these like, uh, you know, the these uh, I forget what they're called. I'm looking on the notes. Uh, it says he shoots a UVX, a bouncing projectile, which creates a blast area. Um, survivors become hindered and survivors also become weakened. Um, if you hit them twice, you know, if they're already weakened and they get hit by the blast of one of these grenades, I'll just call them grenades for for these purposes. If they get hit by the grenade, they're downed. Um, and then they lose their weakened status if they stare at you. So so you've got like an interesting thing here. You've got your ranged killer. You have a grenade launcher. And then you also have to be kind of stealthy and like move out of the way so they can't look at you and remove kind of their uh, infected status or their weakened status, um, which is which is interesting. Now, the other thing is the unknown also creates these hallucinations, these like little beings that can be that can be um, dispelled by the survivors. 
And if they are dispelled by the survivors, obviously they go away. But you can teleport to those little hallucinations. So that, that creates a lot of interesting things that you can do, right? So you've got a lot, a lot going on with this killer. And I think there there could be a pretty good skill level here. I mean, I, I think some of the killer's, um, you know, abilities are going to be pretty easy for people to use. The grenade launcher shouldn't be, you know, too terribly difficult. I think in in skilled hands, it's going to be crazy. I think also these hallucinations are, are going to, you know, are, are going to allow some pretty crazy plays as well. Survivors are going to have to pay attention to those hallucinations and dispel them if they can, uh, which gives them kind of another objective. So all in all, I think this killer is really exciting. I'm looking forward to trying them out. I don't normally play on the PTBs just because I like to earn the blood points and, and level up everything and, and prestige up all of my killers and survivors if I ever play Survivor. Um, so, you know, whenever it comes out, I'll probably have more to say whenever the the formal um, whenever the formal chapter comes out, that's going to be. Let me see. I think I've got it here on my thing. Actually, it doesn't show on here. It just shows uh, 7.6.0 PTB. Anyway, uh, we also have a survivor named Sable that everybody is freaking out about. All you survivor mains go nuts whenever there's, there's a survivor that like you know, get you going. They're talking about Michaela, you know, the witch uh, and Sable like thinks Michaela is her best friend, but Michaela doesn't think she's her best friend. So there's like some weird reality show high school bullshit going on, which of course survivor mains would be excited about killer mains. We we've got better things to, to think about than that. So um, as far as Sable, the new survivor, she's got some, you know, some funny incantation stuff that she does in the basement. There's a there's one or in not incantation. I'm sorry. Let's call it invocation, which is I don't know what the difference would invoke and incant. So anyway, you uh, whenever you do this invocation, um, you have to do it in the basement. Once the invocation is completed, I'm going to read this word for word. You become injured and broken for the rest of the trial and all generators instantly gain 9, 12, 15 charges, depending on the, the rank. So that's going to advance all generators. Um, I think that's, you know, uh, that's interesting. Um, she also has a a perk called Strength in the Shadows, which is uh, which allows her to um, to heal without a med kit. And that's whenever she goes into the basement, this perk activates. So she's got two abilities right there that are affected by being in the basement. Um, you gain tokens also with her third ability uh, called Wicked, where you can recover from Mangled um, and then, you know, whatever. I don't know that that one's all that big. On the killer side, you've got some interesting perks here. Uh, one of them, one of them that I think is the most interesting is called Unbound. Uh, it's after you injure a survivor for a certain amount of time, up to 30 seconds it, uh, it tier three. It, after you injure the survivor, if you vault a window, you gain 5% haste for 10 seconds. 
So think about that. You injure them, vault, you're faster, right? I think this will be good on certain killers. I think it, it can't stack with itself, but maybe it can stack with other haste effects. Um, I see like Legion. I see Myers, especially. I think this would be crazy on a tier three Myers. If he can vault faster and then gain a speed boost on top of that, I think he'd be pretty nasty. I'll be interested to see if anyone does anything with that, um, you know, after the after the PTB goes live. And the next one, uh, the next two, actually, I, I'm not so sure that I'm excited about these. Um, Unforeseen is probably the better of the two. Um, it says whenever you do a break action on the generator, the terror radius transfers to that generator and then you're undetectable for up to like 30 seconds. I think that one's pretty good, but the only thing is after you break that generator, you're going to have to be out of range for, you know, it, it's going to take a minute for you to get out of range, especially on killers that don't teleport. So I think it's going to be less useful on on kind of the slow moving killers, um, teleportation killers like Demogorgon, um, Dredge, Freddy, um, you know, those type may benefit a little bit more from this. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Also, Legion, maybe because he can move quickly. Oni, my boy, Oni. They call me Mr. Oni. If you're nasty, I think that'll be maybe a good one for him. Undone is also OK, um, but I don't know if it's great. It says whenever a survivor misses a healing or repair skill check, you gain three tokens up to 30 tokens at tier three. Uh, when you perform a break action for each token consumed, the generator loses 1% of progress and becomes blocked for one second. So think about this. If there are 10 failed skill checks you consume by damaging the generator, it's going to uh, lose 30% of progress and become blocked for 30 seconds. It, that could be big. Um, it goes on cooldown for 60 seconds after that. I'm I'm just I'll have to see this because I'm I'm trying to play through these things in my head. I think it can work, but I don't know that these are going to be game changing meta perks that just have to be run. I think if you're running a slowdown build, they they might be good. The the unforeseen and undone, the two gen regression perks. I think unbound may get a little bit more. Uh, use. I'm um, still just not sure how much, to be honest with you. Uh, the new map, the movie theater, actually looks really good. I think it has the potential to be one of my favorites in, in a while, and we haven't gotten that many maps lately, so I, I think it'll be good. You, you can go on and watch videos on that map. It's hard to describe it on a podcast. It's a movie theater. You can go outside, you can go inside. It's amazing. So, anyway... Um, given that my two favorite killers are Oni and Deathslinger, I think that this killer is going to be great for me just because I, I like the, 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 you know, the grenade launcher in most games where there is shooting involved in any of them. I, I typically enjoy that. So I think, I think it's going to be a good one. I'll let you guys know whenever I get more information after the, after it goes live. 
Um, you know, so let me know what you think, though. I want to see what you guys think of the killer of the survivor. You know, um, do you think this killer is going to be overpowered? I know, I know usually and I'm, I'm kind of distracting myself here, but I know usually a killer comes out and writes, oh, it's fucking overpowered. This is an awful like d- delete this killer from existence. And then it's usually not the case. Um you know, we'll see how much this killer is played a month from now, you know, two months from now. We're already seeing the last couple of killers, you know, are kind of dropping out of the rotation. Uh, Singularity's toward the bottom now and fairly new killer. Zeno is is pretty much toward the bottom, which is kind of sad, man. I, you know, they were interesting killers, but, you know, who wants to play them? Apparently not that many people do. So, uh, you know, th- that's kind of the big news right now. In terms of playing and streaming, you know, I, it, I've just been going through the tomes, just trying to get everything I can get, trying to tear everybody up. But, you know, I've already tier one or prestige one, all of the killers, prestige, most of the survivors. And so it's just going through just completing tomes, just testing out different strategies. I'm still kind of uh, hooked unintended on the stealth Oni. I, I love it. The stealth death slinger. Um, you use nowhere to hide. Kick a gen. If you have trail of torment with that, you know, trail of torment, you kick a gen, you become undetectable and somebody repair it until somebody repairs it. Um, nowhere to hide also shows you if anyone's around. So that can help you make that gen last a little bit longer in the regression. As long as that gen is regressing, you're undetectable. I think that combination right there is great, especially on Oni, especially on Deathslinger. Um, Oni, you kick a gen, you see where they are, you're undetectable, you hit them with your demon strike, one shot down. It is so much fun, and I cannot, I, I can't tell you how much joy. I get out of doing that. Um, And I can't tell you how many people have come into the stream and said, you scared the living shit out of me because I didn't even hear you coming. And, you know, you see an Oni going 90 miles an hour at you, um, down you in one hit. You don't even hear anything, see anything. It's just it is ridiculous. So I would definitely recommend that if you need a new build and that kind of thing. Let me back up here. That kind of thing was kind of what got me back into playing Dead by Daylight because it was getting to the point where I was getting a little too competitive. I was taking the game a little too seriously. Um, I was getting nerves, you know, whenever I would play, get upset if I lost. Um, And it wasn't until I started trying these off the wall builds, try full stealth Oni build. And I started losing regularly until I kind of got it down and I got all the perks where I wanted them. That kind of got me in less of that focus of I have to win every single match. And it got me into the just have fun, you know, have fun with it, do new things. And I think if you're in that situation where you're not enjoying the game, especially as a killer main, because of whatever reason, you know, you're too competitive. The survivors are being complete assholes. Try that. Try some new builds. Try some new perks. Try different strategies that you've never tried. Try new killers you've never tried before. And see if that can kind of disconnect you from that that same kind of competitive spirit 
it did for me. So maybe for you, that might help. You know, we always need more killer mains in the world. There are too many survivor mains because they're just ah, unbearable. But, you know, if you need any help, if you have any ideas for that build, if you have a good stealth build on Oni, Deathslinger, any other killers or perks that you like to combine with Trail of Torment and Nowhere to Hide, please let me know. I, I am more than happy to hear those out. I love trying new stealth builds on killers. So um, I'm trying to think of anything I've seen on on these social media. You know, usually I follow and see what's going on in the wide world of DBD online uh, and all the comments on the on the Facebook group, um, all of the comments on the Reddit group. It's mostly just, again, Survivor mains complaining about everything that doesn't go right for them. Um, you know, when Alan Wake came out, they wanted to nerf Lightborn because they started using uh, flashlights. So they said, well, they shouldn't have a defense for that. It, it's just... <laughs> Oh, OK. OK. Stop me. Stop right there. Stop right there. Everybody stop. Because I actually have something. I'm looking at the Facebook group as we speak. Dead by Daylight community. Somebody says this and I've got to respond to it. This survivor main. Keep that in mind. This survivor main says, I'm just going to say it. It takes way more skill to be a survivor than it does to be a killer. I don't know if I've ever heard a more wrong statement in my life to say that you have to. I'm sorry, I'm choking. It's it's too much for me to handle. Uh, oh, my God. To say that you have to have more skill to repair some generators, to hide, to work with three other people than to handle 30 something different killers and to navigate like gens because you have to navigate where people are. You have to navigate who has been hooked, who hasn't been hooked. What are your powers? What are your perks? What are their perks? It just I, it's fucking crazy to me that this person would even say this. And I I I don't I don't know. It fucking like that just set me off whenever I saw it, because I I, I can't imagine what kind of headspace you would live in that you would say that, that playing survivor is harder or takes more skill. It, it's I'm, I'm trying to form an argument because I have so many good, excellent, perfect points to make that it's hard to like align them up in a row so I can go through them one by one. I think the first thing is that survivors have so many second chance perks that they can make a mistake and still salvage it. That that takes away some of that skill that they can be down. They can be hooked and that doesn't destroy the team. They can make mistakes. And as long as others can pick up the slack, then they're OK. Killers do not have that option, especially against a good survivor group. If you're going against a good survivor group, there is far less room for error. And there's no question about that. That's fucking crazy to me. And it, it, mm. OK, so you can't make mistakes. 
like in if the if the survivors spread out, if they're working on different gens, if you have a killer with low map pressure, if you don't have the right perks, if they know how to use it's it's bananas, if they're running dead hard, if they're running decisive strike, if they all have adrenaline, they get a free health state. It, it's ridiculous. And this is why it, it blows me the fuck away that people complain about no one escapes death. Because there are so many second chance perk for survivors, perk for survivors, where they can kind of recover from their mistakes. That there's like one, there's one where the killer can recover from some mistakes and maybe gain some ground. Name some others. I, I, I welcome any survivor main listening to this to name another second chance perk that killers have. Killers typically don't get second chances. Here's a bright idea. Okay. Here, just hear me out. Here's an idea. Make it to where if a gen is done, there is some kind of perk where a killer can cause it to be undone. Maybe with 20% uh, or give it 80% progress, but make it to where they've completed four gens. Boink. Now they've completed three gens. Give another second chance part. It's just, I'm sorry. It just, it set me off. And the guy has his little avatar of like a bearded, like a hippie smelling a dandelion is like his Facebook. You know, Facebook has those little avatar things. I just, I I can't. And then the comments, uh, oh my God, this community is just talked to, oh my God. Oh my God. No. There are other survivor mains that agree. I I'm reading. Oh God. Oh no. Fully agree. I've played both. Having to rely on others makes survivor more difficult. Oh my God. Okay, that that fucking ruined my day. This bullshit. I've I've never seen. I've never seen anything like. I don't know how to respond. Like I was having a good podcast i was in a good mood until i see this shit well what the you know what the fuck ever let let me see what this guy says okay he starts out i'm a survivor main who plays killer periodically with survivors once you get your perk sets on your favorite survivors it's just cosmetics with killers each has a different set a different skill that has to be learned It's truly not the same. I give credit to all the killers out there that put work in to learn numerous different killer abilities and not basic M1s. Thank you, fucking Mike (coughs) Allen on Facebook. I think it's G Mike Allen. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. Um... Oh, God, it, it just, and somebody's saying, well, they only re- escape 40 percent of the time. So it requires more skill. You're not supposed to do that. Hey, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm done. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Toxic. You son of a bitch. Toxic. 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 This is disgusting. Toxic. 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 Hey, he's a sadistic bastard. Oh, yeah.